Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. See ebaymotors.com. How you doing, everyone? I'm Russ Salzberg, and I want you all to listen up and get a load of this. New York City, our city, is a city in crisis. That's right. The latest example being the vandalism of our subways. Plus, the Super Bowl halftime show. Not exactly what you would call a wholesome display for kids to watch. So like I said, listen up, because you're really going to want to get a load of this. Okay, Matt, then I'm going to give you a 10, nine, a 10 count, and then we'll go from there. All right? 5, 4, 3, 2, oh, excuse me, 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. All right. Um, Like I said, and I don't think I am being um, uh, overly crazy. I don't think I'm making too much about it. I don't think I'm making enough about it, folks. We are a city in crisis. That's right. New York City. The New York City. New York, New York is a city in crisis. It really sickened me last week when this group, not only did they vandalize the subways, but they went online putting a video out inviting people to come and screw up the subway system. They put glue I guess in in where they put your metro card passes, they 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 vandalized our subway system because they want the subway system to be free. Really, they they're, they're putting up signs. Fuck the police! I'm not saying I'm not using that language. For effect, I'm using that language because that's the language they used. Fuck the police. This is our city. Okay? Our city. I I think something like maybe 16 arrests were made. How the hell? 
I mean, did you see what Grand Central Terminal looked like? It's mind-boggling to me. Like, first of all, if people are going to come out, they're going to come out and call for vandalism. If they're going to come out and call for vandalism, we, meaning we the people, have to encourage the police and the politicians to say, this is bullshit. If you're threatening us, then we have to be proactive and threaten you. Not just put more police out there. We have to let you know ahead of time, listen, morons, if you're going to do this, there's going to be stiff penalties to pay. And I don't mean just penalties where some asshole judge because of the system of this bail reform nonsense that we have in place in this state is going to say, okay, well, sorry, but, you know, but I got to let this guy go or this gal go because. No, 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 no. If you are threatening to cause chaos, if you are threatening to cause chaos and disrupt the way the city runs, to me, that is nothing short of a terrorist threat. And I'm not blowing this out of proportion. It is what it is. It is an invite to have a major, major riot. It is an invite for people to brawl. It is an invite for people to get into it with the cops. It is absolutely disgusting. It boggled my mind. When I heard about this, when I first saw them them um, complaining that this group that was saying we, we have to go ahead and we're, we're doing this and please join us and let's make it a, a big deal. We want to agitate and, and scrawling anti-cop graffiti on walls. It's disgusting. Reading banners, fuck your 275, fair strike today. This was at the Oculus, at the World Trade Center station. Are you kidding me? Demonstrators in masks, absolutely flooding Grand Central Station. How about this one? Money for elevators, not more cops. Fuck the police, fight the power, and no fair, no cops. It is the most ridiculous thing in the world. What are we dealing with? Ten-year-olds? You want it free? I grew up on a subway system. My father worked for the Transit Authority. I traveled to school, high school, every day by bus and by train. What what is this? This free? And you got the moron 
they these people don't want more police. MTA police, they want less police on the subways. Now, I don't know, folks, have you been living on Mars? Because I haven't. Have we seen what the hell has gone on in these subways? Be it with the tax, be it with the homeless. The subways are not safe. They're not safe. They're not safe as they were when I was a kid. I'm I'm looking at my buddy Crash now, who's younger than me, by about 20 years. They're not safe today Chris your your kids travel on a subway system it's not like it was back way back when and at night you, you, a woman's got to be scared they want less police and they don't want to pay their fares and this moron this idiot AOC look I, I'm up in arms over Governor Cuomo and the bail reform which I will get to okay but this idiot AOC was pissed off because uh, Cuomo wanted 500 additional cops added to the MTA. And she had sent a letter at the time. This was in December. Belly aching. No, th- that's we don't need more cops. You need to fix the system. Oh, you don't need more cops. Maybe AOC ought to talk to her constituency and ask the people who travel on a subway what they think. And she claims that it's unfair um, turnstile jumpers. It's unfair because the majority uh, people who are targeted unfairly are blacks and Latino. Well, I have to tell you something. Who's doing the jumping? And if more blacks and more Latinos are doing the jumping, then it's quite obvious that more blacks and Latinos are going to be targeted and going to be arrested. If it was more Jews and if it was more Italians and more Irish, that would be the case. But if this is the case, so be it. But when the hell, when is it okay to turnstile jump? And we're not talking about isolated incidents. I don't travel to subways. But I I grew up living on the subways. Every day. Every day. I remember being a kid, 10 years old, going from Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, getting on the bus, 10 years old, going from Sheepshead Bay, Brooklyn, Getting on a bus, then getting on a train, then going to, I think it was, might have been 42nd Street at the time. Then I would transfer to get on the Flushing Express to meet my father at Shea Stadium. Well, I guess, you know, at, at, at that time, okay, I was 13 already at that time. But but I remember going up to Yankee Stadium to beat my father. I was 10 years old. I wouldn't let a 10-year-old kid do that by himself today. Subways, it's not safe. AOC doesn't want cops. She doesn't want cops. 
and the fare is too much. Well, I'll tell you what, AOC, why don't you forego your income, your salary, and you know, spread it out amongst the people who are the fare jumpers since you're so worried? I mean, this situation has gone ass backwards. As I, I use that term ass backwards all the time because we talk about these people being the progressives. No, they're not the progressives. They're the ass backwards. That's who they are. When, when did vandalism, and, and to say, to invite people to come out and vandalize, that's okay. And then you have the cops whose hands are tied. Like, I'm not, I'm sorry. These people deserve a punch in the mouth. They deserve to be grabbed by the, the shirt collar, by the throat, and punched right in the mouth. Now, somebody might be saying, well, we're us, you know, that's, you, you know, that's going to solve a lot of problems. Well, you know what? You have to know that there are consequences for one's actions. This is not some, some new idea. It's as old as time. There are consequences for one's actions. I, I, can you imagine putting, putting glue and, you know, in, in, and apparently if I'm told for every one of those machines that uh, the Metro card, where they put the Metro cards through, I think it costs like $2,000 to fix or $2,000 for a new one. When does that become Okay. Somebody smashed the window and a woman was cut by glass. That's okay. And I'm not calling like it because it's an isolated incident. These people invited people for chaos. They invited people to cause chaos amongst commuters last Friday evening. That is extremely frightening. Not only is it frightening, if you want to just put it nicely, it's inconsiderate. People are traveling. They're going home on a Friday, and this is what you're doing? And as I said, they are so lucky that, that a lot of fistfights didn't take place. Because to me, it could have been a lot worse. I give the people much credit for not, when I say the people, we the people, credit for not going after these vandals. But a a cop is supposed to play nice. A cop is supposed to play nice. Because, Because as we know, cops' hands are tied in this city anyway. You know, the bail reform is just, it's idiotic. And this would just be another case. People just walk around scot-free. I'm not going to list each item, but you've heard me talk about it before with this bail reform. Just get out of jail free. It's real simple. You got nothing to worry about. Short of killing somebody, you're going to walk. You don't need... It's absurd. It is absolutely ridiculous. 
when I say city in crisis, I'm, I am not exaggerating. New York City is, yes, indeed, a big time city in crisis. And then you have, you know, you know, this stupid nonsense, not just the bail reform, but this, you know, New York being a sanctuary city. It was a great piece in the paper uh, last week. Miranda Devine of the uh, New York Post listed it, uh, how absurd it is. Y- you had a couple of uh, immigrants, okay? You had a, a child molester and an alleged rapist. W- walking out, Scott Free didn't pay attention to the uh, to ICE's request to detain them. W- w- this twenty three year old guy, uh, uh, Andres Pena Perez, twenty three year old illegal immigrant from Colombia. Uh, allegedly sexually assaulted a child under the age of 11. How's that? But New York City's fine Department of Correction had to let him go. Sanctuary City. Then, you know, ICE finally tracked him down. He's in the process of being deported. Then there was another guy, uh, Sexual predator, a Ukrainian illegal immigrant, same deal, has to be detained. Then there was uh, another Adrian Mor- Adrian Moran Torres, thirty four year old illegal Mexican immigrant, arrested on assault charges against a child under the age of seventeen. Bye bye. Go have a nice day. What the hell is going on? You want to argue with me that it's uh, we're not a city in crisis? Please be my guest. Please be my guest and tell me we are not a city in crisis. Because I'll argue, I'll argue with you till I am blue in the face. This is absolutely absurd. We got to take back our city, folks. And I'm not I'm not saying create a riot here. I'm saying we have to you have to go ahead. Let all the politicians know. You're fed up and you can't take it anymore. I mean, it's de Blasio. I don't forget I don't forget just the worst mayor New York City has ever seen. I don't remember a worse person in office than this guy ever. I think he's a complete idiot. A complete idiot. He's made a a mess out of this city. A mess out of this city. We need to tell our politicians. You you need to go and, and let them know this is bullshit. AOC, you don't you don't think you need more cops? What kind of ass backwards line of thinking is this? 
to me, we not only do we not have enough cops, but our cops are some of the worst paid in the country compared to what they have to do. It's absurd. It's disgraceful. It's embarrassing. We, we've seen it. I don't look. What, where, when did it start? I don't know exactly the date it started, but the respect for cops has just gone completely out of control. We watched it, you know, what was it, over the summer when the cops were being poured, had water being poured on them and nothing was being done. Cops couldn't respond. It's a joke. But then if a cop raises a hand, or God forbid, you, you know, I'm, I'm going back to that. Suppose... Suppose a cop got knocked down. A mob's following him, laughing, banging, throwing things. Water gets thrown on. A cop gets knocked down and he got a mob around him. What would prevent the cop for protection to pulling out a gun? And God forbid somebody getting killed. Then it would be the cop. Cop being shot, a cop shooting somebody or a poor, innocent, unarmed victim. Well, let me tell you something. If you're in a mob situation, uh-uh. If you're going to threaten to be a mob, just like these vandals did, that's an invite for terror. That's an invite for something to go bad, bad wrong. But if a cop, God forbid, shoots somebody or cracks somebody in the skull, police brutality. It's unbelievable what our city has become. Folks, you got to take the city back. And I'm not saying just take it into your own hands, but a demand has to go out and the politicians need to be told, get their heads out of their collective asses and protect us. Fix these laws, these ass-backwards laws. They're not progressive, they're ass-backwards. Don't give me this, whoa, the fare should be free, uh, the, the, the subway fares, the metro system, the MTA should be free? Who, who's going to pay for all this? Ass-backwards. And don't give me this business, well, it's people can't afford. Well, I'll tell you what, like everybody else has to do. And I'm not being cavalier here. Well, then you have to sacrifice things. If you need to go to work, you need to go to work. So sacrifice something else, whether it's your cigarettes or whatever the hell it is. You're going to have to sacrifice something else. It's... Uh, Sorry, free is not something you're entitled to. How about, okay, go to work. But I, I feel since you're my employee and business isn't so good, so you should work for me for free. How's that? 
you're always easy. It's always easy to point fingers at somebody else. Look in the damn mirror. All right? Look in the damn mirror. All right, that's that on our crisis in our city. I'm not going to do a whole thing on a Super Bowl game because it was this past Sunday. Congratulations to the um, Kansas City Chiefs. Happy for Andy Reid. Been around a long time. Hell of a coach. I mean, to me, he's a Hall of Fame coach, whether he would have won a Super Bowl or not. This just puts an exclamation mark on it. Happy for um, Patrick Mahomes simply because he's one of those he's one of those people who who gets it. He's made it the right stuff. I think he's a good example for the National Football League. Conducts himself like a young man admirably. Uh, so I was happy for him. I felt bad for the uh, taking nothing away from the Chiefs, though. I, I felt bad for. The 49ers, because, again, not taking anything away from the Kansas City Chiefs comebacks, uh, comeback because that's something that they've been doing throughout the postseason, double-digit comebacks. But uh, I, I thought the Niners, listen, you're up 2010 late in the third quarter. You need to put your foot on, on your opponent's throat and finish the deal. And uh, they just couldn't do that. So uh, even with a minute, two minutes left, they had a chance. They were, you know, at midfield. Uh, I thought I really thought they were going to win the game 27-24. You know, that score 31-20 is not indicative of how the game went. It just, you know, those last two touchdowns were like, as um, Marv Albert would say, garbage points. That was just, you know, it was done. But I'm not here to talk about the Super Bowl. Congratulations to Kansas City Chiefs. But I am going to talk about the halftime show. Now, I've been called a lot of things in my time. Two things I have never been called is naive and an old fuddy-duddy. But I am telling you, I'm sorry. I thought the halftime show was way over the top. You had Shakira and you had uh, J-Lo. And Shakira, I didn't think was, you know, I mean, everybody's shaking their booty today. So I'm, I'm not going to be so alarmed about that. But, folks, and again, I'm not some fuddy-duddy, okay? But we're talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about young boys watching a Super Bowl. Kids. Seven, eight, nine, ten years old. They're watching the Super Bowl with their dads or and their moms. And I'm watching J Lo giving one crotch shot after another. And and not just a crotch shot like by accident, but provocative, sultry, come and get it, come hither look. That's not for a halftime show at the Super Bowl. I am sorry. And please, because I know people are going to say, oh, Russ, you know, it, it, it's, it's women empowering, it's empowerment, being proud of their bodies. I don't buy that. You know, I, I, you've heard me say this before about, for example, the, um, 
swimsuit editions of Sports Illustrated. Yeah, showing off a nice body is one thing. Showing it off with the sultry, come-hither look, like come-and-get-it look. Uh-uh. That's, you, this is the era, this is the time of Me Too, when women's bodies have to be respected. Well, you know something? You're 100% right. I am the father of two girls. Two young women, they're moms now. You're damn right. That's the way they were raised. But you can't have it both ways. That That's not pride in your body. That's like, that that's showing off. Oh, yeah, come and get it. That's exactly what it is. J-Lo's doing a striptease show on a pole at the Super Bowl. I didn't know if I was supposed to throw $20 bills at the TV screen. And again, I'm not being a fuddy-duddy, but that was not the place for it. If you go into the theater, she made the movie Hustler, that's fine. It is not for, think about it. They opened up, they opened up the Super Bowl with the kids coming out. You know, they had that, like it was like a commercial. They were showing kids coming out, led by this really cute uh, black kid coming out, leading a bunch of young kids coming out on the field. And you're following it up with that at halftime? Talk about a contradiction. Again, folks, there's a time and a place. Like I say, you know, Shakira shaking a booty is one thing. J-Lo is doing a lot more than shaking a booty. I just thought it was way over the top. I always wonder when I look at J-Lo and A-Rod, I say to myself, who do you think spends more time in front of the mirror getting dressed? My goodness. Hey, listen, God bless J-Lo, 50 years old. She's hot, hot, hot. No ifs, ands, or buts about that. But that was not, not, not the place, not at the Super Bowl, the place to be putting on that kind of a show. Other than that, I thought the pregame stuff, I thought a lot of it was moving. Uh, I thought all that was fine. I, You know, quite frankly, looking at uh, Jay-Z and Beyonce sitting their asses down, not getting up during the anthem, screw them. They're not worth mentioning. Um, but really, there's a time and a place. Good Super Bowl. Good game. Enjoyed watching it. I, I love the pregame stuff with the 100 uh, great athletes. 100 best. You know, you know there, there was some very movie mo- moving moments. H- how great was it to see four World War II veterans prior to the game that each were 100 years old? How about that? I got to look at some toots doing a striptease at halftime. 
No, I'm I'm sorry. I I thought that was way inappropriate. Uh, And I'm quite frankly, I've always been a fan. I've always liked Roger Goodell, but I thought I don't know who had the last call on that. But I thought um, the ball was dropped on a halftime show. I thought it was inappropriate. It's not for young boys. We, We talk about the future of the game. We get mad when young men don't act like young men. Football players have been called in uh, on the carpet, been called into the commissioner's office for not acting like proper young men. So young kids are at home watching J-Lo with crotch shots. Not once. I mean, it was a striptease without fully stripping down. If I have to explain more to you, then I'm wasting my time. Anyway, folks, that is my thoughts on both our city in crisis and J-Lo's and Shakira's halftime show. But right now, that is a wrap on this show right here. I want to thank all of you for getting a load of this. Now I'd like to get a load of you, as always. So let me know your thoughts on today's podcast. You can let me know. Tell me on Twitter at Russ Salzberg, on Facebook. You can always check out my website. RussSalzberg.com. My thanks always to the big man across the way taking such good care of me. Crash, a.k.a. Mike Caragliano. My thanks, as always, to my outstanding 77 WABC program director, Dave Labrosi, and his equally outstanding assistant program director, Matt Dahl. And last but certainly not least, a great, great big thank you to all of you people out there, because without you people out there, I'd have nobody in here to be talking to. So until next time, it is I, Russ Salzberg, saying to each and every one of you, bye-bye, so long, and farewell. Talk to you next week. Whether you're a morning person or a bedtime procrastinator, everyone deserves a mattress that works for their style. And you'll find the best mattress for you at Ashley. The new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley brings you one-of-a-kind body-conforming technology, making every sleep tailored to be your best. The collection also features cool-to-the-touch covers and motion absorption to help minimize sleep disruptions from partners, pets, or kids. Shop the all-new Temper Adapt Collection at Ashley in-store or online at ashley.com. Ashley, for the love of home. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.